When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But you mentioned if this series is going to get Hicks going, and I'll tell you that, well, right after I say that, I hope everybody rate reviews and subscribes to the Bomber Brothers podcast. But I would say that I think Hicks has actually been getting going since before this series started. Since May 31st, he has an OPS of 1.019 with that home run last night. And here's the big one for me just two strikeouts and 32 plate appearances because he was striking out in a third of his at-bats in May. And so far this month, or since you know, since what, May 31st, that's down to 7%. So I think a lot of what we were talking about when Hicks was struggling so badly was how he seemed to still be working counts. He was still getting in his normal three-ball counts that he's known for since coming to the Yankees, but he was not finishing any of those at-bats. Those were all resulting in, in strikeouts. And now he's cut his strikeouts way down. I mean, he he seems effective from both sides of the plate. Even his at-bat from the right side last night was a really long out to the warning track on a fly ball where right after it was caught, I think you saw he was frustrated because he thought he had gotten all of it, and he did put a really good swing on it. So, and that came right after his, his home, or right after his big single that you were talking about. So, Hicks is, Hicks is starting to turn it on, it looks like. Uh, now, he he has been aided by by some luck I'm, his multi-hit game earlier in the series that you mentioned were a couple of of uh of infield singles but still put the ball in play and hopefully good things will happen I mean about 40 percent of his batted balls this month have been right back up the middle so maybe he's seeing the ball a little bit better and just trying to get back into a groove but I mean man if, if Hicks if Hicks could get going that would be huge for the Yankees because they clearly are committed to him in the outfield. I mean, they need Hicks in center field because you can't keep playing judge in center. You have to, you have to get him some rest and make sure he's at full strength down the stretch and, and come playoff time. And speaking of the field, we, we saw Hicks even throw a rope into to nab a runner at the plate. I think that was from left field though, earlier in the series, but Hicks is Hicks is looking better on, on both sides of the ball. I mean, that's, that's a huge sign for the Yankees. Yeah. he, he definitely, as as they say, looks a little bit more engaged. Uh, I mean, but we know we know that's not the thing. It's just it's confidence, right? It's just it's just a matter of having confidence, playing a little bit better in the field because now your bat's starting to come alive. And, and you know that that's the thing. If, if you're not putting the bat on the ball, you can't have good luck. It, but he's putting the ball in play, and that that's something that was that was missing. And you know the Yankees had had um, you know, some big sack flies in this series too. They're, they're, they're a team that's able to to do that. And, and now Hicks is kind of joining that party. And then, uh, you got your swing and miss guy in Gallo who, who manages to hit two bombs. And he also had a, you know, he had a hit in or two hits in the opening game too. So, um, you know, excited to, excited to see both of these guys get going. And then it's just a matter of time. If, if you guys, if you have them carry you for a couple of days, it's a matter of time before you get, you know, um, Donaldson or Stanton going and, and, you know, just kind of that merry-go-round keeps going on. 
Yeah, and then you mentioned Gallup. Let's go right back to that same date I used as a benchmark for Hicks since May 31st. Gallup, 1.113 OPS. And he entering entering last night's game over uh, – sorry, more than half of his batted balls, 55% of them were hit to the opposite field. How about that? So everyone was getting on him, especially earlier in the week. There was that story by Jesse Rogers of ESPN – doing a deep dive into the shift. And he talked to Rizzo and Gallo specifically on the Yankees. He talked to Boone too, as well, but Gallo was kind of saying like, Oh, you know, the people that tell me I should just go the opposite way. I, they wouldn't be able to do it if they got in the box. I could tell you that much first. He's absolutely right. There's no way I'd be able to, I wouldn't even be able to pull it or hit it back up the middle because it's major, (laughs) major league pitching. But, um, but here he is starting to take some balls the other way. We saw an opposite field single, earlier in the series from Gallo. Um, also, his ground ball rate in May was 37%. That's down to 11% since May 31st. So he's hitting less balls on the ground. He's starting to hit for more power. I mean, his first home run last night was an absolute no-doubter. So it's uh, trending uh, trending upward for Gallo and Hicks. And those were the two you know, banes of the Yankees' existence, you can say, throughout the season, just because of just how badly they were. I mean, when you think about the fact that they both, as pretty much everyday players, had lower wars than Miguel Andohar before he got sent down, when Andohar had only played in a, a handful of games this season, that's that's alarming. But now they're trending back upward. and. I totally understand and appreciate the fans that said that the experiments for Hicks and Gallo should have ended. I mean, it was a large sample size. We're talking about two months of baseball and more, more than that because Hicks was hurt much of last year and struggled really badly before he even got hurt last year. And then Gallo had been terrible since the start of the trade deadline, but bigger picture, both of these guys have respectable backs of their baseball cards, as you could say. You know, Hicks, Hicks, when healthy, has been a productive player for the Yankees. He's been a valuable player for the Yankees. We're talking about the most valuable center fielder in the American League, aside from Mike Trout in his really only full healthy season for the Yanks, which was in 2018. And then as for Gallo, you know, that's a two-time all-star right there. So I think there's a reason why the Yankees have stuck with it with them. It helps to not be it helps to not be as pressed to do something because the Yankees were holding the best record in the major leagues throughout these slumps. But this is a small sample size, but maybe, maybe a sign of, of better things to come. Maybe Gallo is finally settling into, to New York. I mean, we saw how long it took for Lindor who just started playing like an all-star again over in Queens. Maybe Hicks is finally getting past his wrist injury and starting to hundred percent trust his wrist again. It happened a lot sooner for Teixeira when he got hurt, but everybody has different recovery timelines, especially somebody like Hicks who does get hurt a lot. So you never know, maybe, maybe this is for real. And, you know, I think we've seen, you see it in a lot of sports struggling guy goes on the road, has a big series and then he comes back and it's kind of like, all right, the fans are off my back. I'm not pressing. Now I'm going to take off. We saw with Tino in 96, he hits the home run against the Orioles, and then he has a has, has a good, you know, rest, you know, five five years with the Yanks. So, uh, yeah, and did not get off to a good start at all. <laughs> no, I just had to drop my, you know, Tino reference in on of this course. podcast. But, you know, one thing with Gallo, like people, oh, go the other way. Like, I, I never understand that. Like, look at the pitch Holmes ended the game on last night. Like, how, what are you supposed to do? You think you can aim <laughs> that? You can't even touch that pitch. Like, and, and the, like, 
you're you're facing the peak performance from the other other side too, where the pitcher, you know, you're you're just trying to put your swing on the ball. It's like, you know, if you if you have Jeter up in a one run game with two outs and he hits the ball the other way on the ground, you're not going to be like, dude, why don't you just hit the ball 450 feet? Like, you, you know, you you don't think like hitters just have different natural swings and you can't ask them to change. Like, you know, um, IKF is never going to be the guy that, that hits 400 foot tanks or 450 foot tanks. Like, like Gallo does and Gallo is not going to be the hitter like IKF that is just bat to ball and, and, you know, kind of, uh, more contact, but less impact or, or less, uh, exit velo and, and launch angle. So just hitters are different. Just, you know, just like pitchers are different. Like you can't tell Nestor to throw the ball 99 because he can't do that. You can't tell Gallo, Oh, just, just, you know, uh, do a little inside out swing every time. It's just, it's, it's not like that. So people need to stop that. It's, it's annoying me, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. You're annoying that, Sean. Yeah. Stop and, complaining. I get annoyed very easily though. So that's not saying much, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what, what happens with, uh, with Gal and Hicks here as they round the corner and come home, but uh, really happy to have it a nice, a nice series win against Minnesota on the road. And, uh, and now we're coming back to Yankee stadium um, and, and play the Cubbies. That's right. I mean, real quick, before we get to that, you, you mentioned something interesting with um, how, you know, nobody expects IKF or a guy like Jeter to hit a ball 430 feet. And I feel like a lot of the fan, a lot of fans across baseball gravitate more towards hitters with those tendencies, almost because it's maybe more relatable to them. Maybe you see a guy take the ball the other way for a, a single just over the second baseman's head or something. And they're like, you know, I, I could, I could see myself doing that. Then you see a guy like Gallo hit a third deck tank to right field. And they're like, you know, I cannot do that. <laughs> so maybe it's just more of like a relatability mixed in with a little frustration of seeing a f- whole left side of a field so wide open and hitters just not able to take advantage of that. But like I mentioned earlier in the pod, Gallo's taking over half of his batted balls to the opposite field now. So maybe he's trying to shut you people up. And I'm, yeah, and I'm I, all I, hit, for I hit bombs and strike out a lot, as you know. <laughs> yeah. that, that's my, so that's, that's why I like these guys. That's right. <laughs> but I mean, I look, I, 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 I was part of the, the, the hive to get rid of Hicks and, and Gallo. Oh, me I was, too. You know, last episode we were like, mm, I'd rather have Andujar. And now, and, and that, that's what's, that's, what's fun of, uh, about, about baseball is you just, you don't know when a guy's going to find his groove and, and, and turn it on. And I think like we act like we're so smart and well, we think we're so smart. We have all these, these, these analytics and metrics, which are very telling of what has happened and what should have happened. Right. But at the same time, we don't know what's going on with a specific player and, and what happens next. And I think we do have to give credit to the Yankees and, and, you know, a lot, a lot of teams that make these moves that maybe we don't understand and work out, like they're playing with a different deck than we're playing from the outside looking in. And, and then as fans, we kind of get to enjoy that. And that's, what's always so fun to me is like, you have this expectation based on everything that you're seeing, everything that you're reading, everything that you're analyzing. And then something could change because Gallo gets, I don't know, a little bit more confidence. Hicks feels like he can let it fly a little bit more with his wrist. Who knows what it is? it turns around and then you're just as a fan, you're like, this is awesome. Like I'm super surprised. So, um, you know, I was annoyed about the other thing, but I'm really, uh, you know, this, this gets me excited. 